Hello everyone, this is Donovan LaCroxy. Welcome to episode 6, published June 21st, 2020. And today, I'm on the phone debuting on the podcast with me of Let's Talk Hip Hop, Let's Talk R&B, Let's Talk What's Going On in the Community, and etc. I've got actor Travis Turner. How you doing? Hey, Thank you very much for having me. How are you? I'm doing good. So, but you're kind of like a friend of mine anyways, and you're a friend in my head because we've done interviews before and Travis is a friend, but he's debuting on my podcast the first time. So we'll throw it to you. Do you want to introduce yourself to new listeners? Because we do have globally a lot of people listening. That is awesome. Yes. Um, yeah, my name is Travis Turner, a.k.a. Uh, T or Little T. I love making music. I love making movies and everything in between. Um, you know, I really just love performing. Um, some of the shows you may have seen me on, Some Assembly Required, Marley Me Too, uh, a lot of Christmas movies, as we've discussed in the past, um, and as well as animation, um, things like My Little Pony, uh, The Lilith's Pet Shop, and uh, most recently, uh, Mega Man, for example. And, um, yeah, and for music, you can check, uh, at least, I have four albums we can discuss, um, from Back to Basics to Worldwide, uh, to my newest album, T. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about your music. You know what we'll do? We'll do it a little different. We'll talk about your music. Now, you are more into pop and R&B and hip-hop. Do you want to talk to the listeners? Because a lot of people might generalize you and think, well, aren't you into pop? Just pop? Why are you into R&B and hip-hop so much? Well, yeah, I think, you know, they might think uh, pop from, like, you know, from the acting side because I've done a lot of maybe YTV, Nick, so... And because my music, I do like, um, I like melodies and I like hooks, so I like to have, you know, some pop influence in there. But I also like to have soul and heart, and uh, the hip-hop has come from a long background of freestyling to battling to doing shows to performing with mixtapes and opening for people like Little Kim and Warren G and, you know, over the years, Macklemore, for example. So it's been a long-lasting love, love of mine. Okay, so did you just say Warren G and Lil' Kim and Mac Lamarck? Did I hear correctly? Yeah, <laughs> yeah th those are some of the groups I've, like, I've had the pleasure of, like, you know, opening for in my city or my province, you know. Yeah, wow. How is yeah. it like opening for those guys? We'll talk the hip-hop. How is it like opening <laughs> for those guys? Uh, Lil' Kim, I gotta say, like, I, I feel like it was... Uh, I don't want to say, like, it was a mutual love of sorts at first sight because um, I had just opened for her. I had a really good, you know, uh, I pushed a lot, so I had a really good spot opening. And um, and I just performed, and as she's performing, she's like, hey, I, I want someone to come on stage. And so naturally, like, all the crowd just, like, kind of hoisted me up because I'm small. It just pushed me onto the stage, right? So she goes, like, hey, like, what's your name? And I'm like, oh, I'm Little T. She's like, Little T and Little Kim? Like, oh, and then, yeah, we danced together on stage. And, uh, you know, the guy asked me if I could, could handle it. I'm like, well, I'll try. I'll try my best, you know, to keep up. And uh, she even gave me a shout-out on Hip Hop Canada. I don't know if you're familiar with them. Oh, wow. um, but um, she, she gave me a shout-out. One of the first people. Um, she, so she was so such a pleasure. It was it, it, it was a really cool experience, I remember. That was, like, early on in my career. Um, and then, you know, someone like Macklemore, um, 
it was cool because it was in my hometown of Penticton. And uh, there was a music festival called Boonstock. And uh, I kind of knew that would be the first and only one in that town. Uh, so it was it was a big success. Uh, it was a really, really awesome experience, that show, too. And Warren G, how was it like with Warren G? And, and so Warren G is cool because I, I got to open for him on two different occasions. So the first time um, was really awesome. And I got and, and again, he's a pretty humble you know person for 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 his history, you know. Um, and then, but the second time was even more special because it was the Nate Dogg tribute. So Nate Dogg, rest in peace, had just passed away. And um, so you could tell Warren G was really bringing it. That second time, there was this really special energy and he let everybody, you know, we all were downstairs of this. There's a club very famous for hip hop in Vancouver called Fortune Sound Club. Um, and so at the bottom, uh, below the stage, there's a whole like, green room, you know, VIP downstairs. And so he let everybody down there and, you know, we were all just, you know, sharing stories and, um, you know, yeah, it was, it was a really cool experience. So it, Warren G is awesome as well. And RIP to Nate Dog. He had died on my birthday, listeners, March 15th of 2011. He had died. Wow. Yeah, that was my birthday. He had died. So I Wait. got the news. I was in college when he had passed away. That's when I had heard that Nate Dog had passed away. Yeah, so it was shortly after that that I had opened. When I, when I found out the news, I was, um, I was actually in Romania. Wow. And it, yeah, so it, it, out of all places, I'd never thought I'd be there, and, and I, I was lucky enough to do this movie in Romania, uh, and uh, I remember just sharing that and feeling it, but it's just, it, it's it's special because it's someone that influenced me when I was like 14, and you know, and I was in middle school, you know, and I'm listening to that, and then, you know, fast forward to 10 years later, and I'm getting to open for him, and, and uh, well, for Warren G, and, and in memory of Nate Dogg, and so... It's just, it's definitely a special memory. Now, who do you like today as rappers and R&B artists? Because you are more and pop artists. Who are ones that you would love to open up with or you'd love to work with? Well, yeah, so R&B, you know, because um, I didn't talk about so much. You mentioned that earlier. Like, right now, um, you know, someone like Aloe Black, you know, is really awesome, I think, R&B um, uh, we were talking about Lizzo, you know, being awesome as well yeah. last time we spoke. Yeah. Um, as far as, uh, as a, a new, not that he's a new rapper, but the newest album I've been jamming to lately is uh, Run the Jewels. Um, you know, so Killer Mike, uh, obviously, he's been around for a long time, but uh, I'm really feeling that album right now. Yeah, yeah. And what about uh, what about the new rappers today? Would you do you like Roddy Rich, the baby, little baby, or no? <laughs> you know, I can't say I don't like them or I do like them, but I'm not sure if I, I've been I've been uh, keeping up to date on on those those people right now. Uh, I probably should. Right, what do you think? What do you think? Well, I think. Remember, we were talking when we okay. So, listeners, in case listeners are confused, <laughs> I worked at I work at a radio station, right? So that's why Travis and I have like this comfortable relationship with. Yes. So the first <laughs> yeah. time Travis came on, right, and I was talking to him on the phone, 
He didn't tell me he got to work with Snoop Dogg, and then he told me he liked Kendrick Lamar. So that's oh. why I'm asking him about rappers, because Travis likes his rap, he likes his R&B. So would we do more of, like, let's say, features of, let's say, a DaBaby, a Roddy Rich, uh, what do you call it? Would we really trap it up? Ah, yeah, like, I, 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 I've released a little, I've been, you know, I've, I've toyed with Trap Soul and Trap Rap, Trap Pop, um, and R&B, like, um, that song, there's, I don't know, like, my, I released a song called Mama's Plate, yeah. and so that, that, that track is uh, a bit of, you know, definitely influenced on that track stuff, um, and as well, like, my friend Tiago Vasquez, um, he's a good R&B singer, and he kind of, he likes to mold those R&B and track together. So I definitely am, uh, will still like to work with that. And I'm always down to work with new artists if they want to collaborate. Um, as long as they send me their stuff and I'm feeling that music um, and they're feeling my music, then I, I'm, I'm, I'm really open to that. We need to get you a collabo with Rihanna. <laughs> yeah, yes. That's a long time. Yeah, that, there, there's a bucket list right there. I mean, that, that's a big my dream. Love, my, my love for R&B, this might sound really old, but like it, it's actually from like my my dad influencing me from people like The Temptations, like like Tina Turner. Like I hate to say it, but like I actually am influenced like by um, sometimes things that are not even from you know recently. Uh, yeah. It, you're like me. I like to go back to the old school, too. I like my 2000s R&B, my 2000s hip-hop, today's yeah, hip-hop, like today's R&B, yeah. 90s hip-hop, 90s R&B, and I even go back to the 80s and the 70s. Boy, was yeah. I great yeah, I, do. I, you know, I, I like to span all generations, so like, if there's something that, you know, is newer um, and then I hear it, I'm, I'm always going to be on top of that as well, but... Um, but I never, I never like to pigeon myself into one, pigeonhole myself into one thing. No, no, no. And you definitely don't. And you have a new single we talked about when I did the radio. But we want to throw out that new single that you have. Yeah, definitely. So that's on the electronic tip. Um, because I've played so many electronic festivals and I really love doing that live. Um, so I tried to bottle that into this song called Victory. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm really excited with how it turned out. And I think it has a level of consciousness to it that, uh, I think will resonate. So. Yes, I resonate. But you know what? Okay, for the electronic side, remember I was saying for the pop side, we need to feature BTS. We need to, I could see you working yeah. with BTS. <laughs> I said that in the radio interview, but I really would love that. I would like that. I would like that. I'd like to get into that. <laughs> now do you we have the album being worked on or the ep being worked on because fans well, are gonna want to know when is my album or ep gonna be dropping yeah so you're gonna have to keep tight for now um but i am working on something right now so i've, I've been recently uh inspired so i'm putting that together as we speak and how important for you is it to have a drive in times like these when people might not be listening to music as much no more and they're not watching TV no much no more because of the stuff of the pandemic and the Black Lives Matter movement? How important is it for you to push out your brand? Well, so if people are, I, I'm not sure, I, maybe I should 
be more uh, up to date. I do remember, you know, posting for the Blackout Tuesday. Um, and I do remember I even mo- pushed my show from that week when it happened and I moved it um, because I didn't want to uh, seem um, definitely not considerate of that, right? So I definitely wanted to be behind that. I'm not sure if it's still going. Um, I obviously feel like people right now especially or as artists are trying to our best just to stay afloat right so um when i did this last show um it was actually in part with the movement for creative bc to support our artists during COVID 19. so all the shows were free i'll just repeat that um all the shows were free um, and they were put on by creative bc before this happened in part to give people something to look forward to and be a light in these dark times, right? And I've always felt like, um, you know, I want to be able to focus on the, the positive and focus on the good and be be a positive influence for my community and people. Um, but if it's ever called on me to work and to be more influential in that, um, I'm, I would like to support in any way I can. Do you want to talk about a little more about the live performance you had Friday just past? Because I saw a little bit of it. I'm sorry I didn't get this stay for the no, whole thing, good. but I it, saw yeah, a it, glimpse it, of it. it. it it's, it's neat because, um, you know, this is the first time doing a, like a live uh, performance. So what's neat about it is there's a lot of people that have never had the chance to see a concert. That I have fans from around the world that I got to tune in from the UK to South America, um, to Australia, or wherever that is, right? Um, even in the, in the USA. Um, so that was neat for me to be able to engage with those people. Um, but it's also interesting because you don't have the audience in front of you to feed off of. So you are performing to the screen. So I try my best to still um, do the best I can like to give that feeling of a live performance. Yeah, yeah. Do you think when you, okay, let's say when we're out of quarantine, do you think you'll be more confident and putting on more live performances with big crowds? Or are you still going to be a little bit skeptical? Yeah, well, we're waiting on, you know, there's a lot of unknowns, right? So every day it seems to be updated what we're allowed to kind of do. Um, so right now, like, our sets are still closed. You know, I was mentioning something like voiceover where you can be isolated is okay. But yeah, something like a concert. Um, the only thing I've heard of um, is drive-in concerts. Have you heard of this concept yet? Yes, I've heard of drive-in concerts. They are start just like drive-in movie theaters are starting to make a return because yeah. I didn't even realize. And me and Travis, by the way, listeners globally, we're in Canada. He's in Vancouver. I'm in Toronto. So just to let people know that in case globally people are thinking, what is going on here? So, <laughs> <laughs> Right, yeah, where are you? Um but, yeah, so in B.C., we have our numbers uh, very low. Yeah. Um, and so we're very um, lucky for that and thankful um, that we've been able to work together, I feel, uh, as a province. And um, and so we will see a return, I think, soon. I don't know if it will ever be the same. Right. We'll still have to have social distancing in place. Um, and uh, and so the drive-in, theater, the drive-in concept is neat, though. 
because um, you could still perform live. Everyone would come in in their car and listen. Um, and the neat thing is at least everyone will probably listen to your set and watch. Because if you're performing at a festival or you're performing at a show, you never know. People can be spread out all over the place, right? Yeah. Um, so I think the neat thing about that is that if you go there and you're, you really get a chance to really watch the performer and hear them. But um, I do love that engagement between audience. So um, I hope, even coming from like a theater background, um, I hope one day we get to again, for sure. Yeah. So let's talk about your acting and you're talking about it a bit. I know you said certain production sets are still closed due to the coronavirus and L.A. is still high numbers, by the way, listeners. Some of those states are really seeing some high, high coronavirus cases. What is it going to be like when you return? Because you do have a movie coming out or it's halted. Alien Stole My Body. You want to talk about that? Yeah, um, I would like to because I want to correct it here. You hear, heard it first here, Donovan. Um, so for sometimes these movies, um, members get recast, and we never know why or or what. So I just want to correct for the first time, William Shatner. Now it sounds like George Depay is now the one voicing in this movie. So I'm still very stoked for that. So uh, you, you heard it here first. Uh, the Star Trek is still in this movie. Um, as far as the Star Trek fans will understand. Um, but, uh, yeah, so this movie, um, Alien Still My Body, was really, really awesome experience. And um, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be out with Universal. And uh, I play um, uh, a bad guy. So I don't often get to play a bad guy. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like usually playing the bad guys? I don't see you being a bad guy type. <laughs> yeah. Well, generally, I never got to, um, but I have had the privilege of doing it. Um, and uh, no, I do like playing the bad guy as well. Yeah, it is fun. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you have any other projects, even though casting and everything is halt, any other things that might be in the works that is looking to almost get the green light, but you're just waiting for them to say, okay, you can start? Um, yeah, well, I did. I just, I can't really say the last project. I do have a project I just was doing uh, with voiceover over this last while um, because we were able to continue. Um, so that just uh, wrapped up. I'm excited to tell you. All I can tell you is this. Um, it actually blends my acting and my rapping. So my character raps. So that's always exciting for me when I get to do that. Yeah. Um, so that's the new show um, that I did just rap. Otherwise, as far as sets go, um, they're, they're, they haven't quite opened yet. Um, so there is actually one other project I can say that a movie that will be coming out, um, it's called Some of Our, Sta Some of Our Stallions, and Mike Judge is producing it. So uh, that's really cool for me, so if you might remember, like, Beavis and Butthead creator, Mike Judge. So he's done, like, an indie comedy, and I'm excited that I feel this was going to hit the film circuit and all the film festivals. So I'm excited to have a really cool comedy coming out in that way. Yeah, yeah. What do you want to say to the fans? What do you want to say to the people? What do you want to tell them a message on behalf of Travis Turner? I want to thank you so much for listening. I want to thank you for supporting. Uh, definitely check all the links out, T. Travis Turner. And um, I want to thank you, Donovan. And uh, I appreciate everything. And take care to everyone out there right now.
Yes, yes, yes. Do you want to throw out your platforms in case people want to reach you or they have questions or they want to see your bio? Yeah, the easiest is just ttravisturner.com. Um, and that has all the links or you can just follow at ttravisturner um, and everything will be there. And that's on Instagram and Twitter, right? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So you're on those platforms. So it's T. Travis Turner, people, in case listeners are saying, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, it happens uh, being in Canada. But it's nice to have shows like this to shed light. Um, But uh, I definitely am lucky to have people that support all around the world. So thank you once again. Uh, Travis, just a quick thing. What do you want to tell new upcoming actors that might be discouraged? Because we don't know the culture. Not we, but you guys don't know the culture of after the pandemic is over. What's an encouraging message that you can give those actors right now that are new? Yes. I would say now is the time to work on your craft, um, to tighten everything, so that when things are back, you'll be ready. Um, so if you can set up for yourself tapes for your auditions, you know, set yourself up, um, your own studios, practice, uh, your sides, take classes, anything you can do to keep, um, still active and your mind active and your creativity going. So you're prepared because it's not like people are never going to watch TV or movies again. We are still going to need new content. People will eventually get through their Netflix. <laughs> so, uh, we, will, will. we will we will, be back. It might not be the same, but we I, will. I, 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 I watch Netflix. Oh, yeah, don't, listeners, yeah. Don't, we're not trying to discourage you to say don't watch TV. There still will be TV shows. There still will be people working. They just have to do it with safety and caution. Exactly. It'll be smaller numbers and smaller and splinter sets and, um, you know, a doctor on set and all these things. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, keep always the same would be um, my last thing. Uh, it's the same with both music and acting or whatever your craft is. Um, I do feel persistence overcomes resistance. So you just have to keep at it. Yeah, just got to keep at it. Do you want to throw out the single again, the new single, in case yeah. people want to listen to that? Yeah, so Travis Turner, the single is Victory. Um, and check that out all over Spotify, Apple Music. Um, and thank you very much. All right, all right. It's so good to get to know you again. You're a friend in my head. You're a friend of the show now. But you debuted on the podcast. Awesome. Thank you. Much love. All right, that is it for episode six, published again on June 21st, 2020. I want to thank actor and musician Travis Turner. If you want to reach me, you can feel free to reach me at D-L-A-C-R-O-X-I on Instagram, and you can send me a message. I want to thank Travis Turner again. Thank you. Cheers. Have a great one.